Hi, this is Max Massimo Curatella, and I have today with me uh, my friend, innovation coach uh, uh, Quentin Lockfer. And today we are going to draw our thinking process together. Good morning, Q. Good morning, Max. How are you? Doing good. Looking forward to this new experiment. Very good. So um, I have a beautiful drawing you prepared uh, for me when we. Uh, experiment together maybe a couple of years ago or last year the idea of having a crazy sprint meaning uh, applying the the double diamond of the design thinking process to having a session together to explore a topic and see what you would come up very spontaneously so we can even decide to have a, a topic to address today or we can diverge as it would happen in the in the seed exploring session then we want to converge and creating something you know deciding selecting um, what is interesting that is emerging from that and then the cooking process would be connecting so what is interesting to put together to form more maybe elaborate thought and uh, it would be nice to think that we are doing this to share what we created with somebody um, and all of that would be time boxed uh, in the best, uh, you know, creative tradition. So we were thinking about doing uh, something like 10 minutes for each part. And um, uh, what do you remember about that? What was your feeling about this, uh, Q? Yeah, I, th I think the feeling part is well covered this time because it will be like an hour video, right? We are already <laughs> sharing. That's true. Yes. So That's it's covered. Uh, yeah, it's uh, a little bit too recursive because we are doing the process about the process. It's something that I like, but it, make, it may uh, make things a little bit more complicated to explain. But uh, let's say, let's say uh, we're going to start. My idea was to focus on this process and try to see, as you were suggesting, this is thanks to you, if we can do that as live sessions, you know, week after week or, you know, once a month to decide to explore one of the, let me show you if you can see my screen, some of the topics emerge from the other podcasts. So this is Georgia, the number four, we have Antonella. So the, the first was about the future, future thinking, and uh, you should see something that should remind uh, you what we've been discussing yes. in the past. We have Antonella. One of my favorite drawings. Yeah, absolutely. I was so excited when she brought it up. Then we have Antonella, a human-centered designer working in an NGO, and there's a lot to impact there. And uh, there was uh, Marco Genovesi and creativity. So I'm, I'm kind of already doing that, but uh, offline after the fact. So the new thing is that instead, this is something we did together, Quentin, from the past. Um, we did this uh, live together, me and you, in a private sessions. And it was fun. It was interesting. It was useful. So you convinced me to, to do it live because uh, I want to see what happens. So um, what is your idea of deciding from which point to start? I mean, I could just double click and say the uh, crazy sprint process. This is my suggestion. Uh, what, what, we, what would be yours? Um, cool. and then I can start the timing. We want to do, let's say, ten minutes. Ten minutes. Okay. Yes. Nice. Well, since it's been a while that we did this, uh, the, uh, for me, what's fun is like a small uh, a rethink of why we cooked up this whole thing. 
Yes. And whether it's still valid or not, are we still experiencing the same need we had before for which like the crazy sprint was um, a solution, right? It's a good question. I like it. So you are extending the point with um, a question and uh, that's exactly the approach of the design thinking process. I mean, uh, yeah. we want to validate the idea. So still valid, it's a, it's a, it's a good question. Um, yes. And the reason I'm why like I'm asking this, of course, is that this is my, my pet peeve all the time when talking to, to, to business people. It's, are you in love with your solution or are you in love with solving the problem? So oh, whenever nice. you get hooked on one form of solution, see what problem are you solving and see if whether it's still valid or are there shifting panels in this world? Well, that's uh, okay. Um, I'm going to talk aloud so I can make the the metacognition, the process uh, explicit. So the best question um, emerging from this initial discussion is what problem are we solving? This is the best question. So yeah. let's ignore for a moment the crazy sprint process. Let's talk about the problem. Uh, let me start by saying, uh, um, you know how much I love these kind of sessions together with you. We've been doing that for three years and uh, it really doesn't matter the problem the point is that I really love to spend time together with your brilliant mind. And in the end, we always created something which was inspiring, useful, and it remained, it's there. So my yeah. initial need was, uh, I don't want to lose this. And uh, maybe I don't have the time to go through the recording and making annotations as I am doing right now with other people. What if we do that real time? So the problem was, uh, how can we capture in real time the interesting things that are emerging from our conversation. Yeah, I think getting the essence out of it was one of the one of the main things why we wanted to process it a little bit further. And I also remember um, uh, like connecting this this little network of just the two of us beyond ourselves, right? How can we provide little bites that might spark a nice discussion or thoughts or thought processes with other people as well outside of this little realm this little private realm well unconsciously i must say that i i kind of did it because if you look at this uh, project of the crazy podcast um I started the, an interview with another person, which is a good friend of mine, with the same approach. And uh, I was actually looking for the emerging topics and the questions. And there was uh, an internal connection between uh, how Marco, as an artist and a professional, was uh, uh, creating continuity and creativity and the fact that I created Creazy habitual creativity it was an initial thought and then there was the point of uh, um, using a sort of a synesthesia a phenomenon where you imagine the story or the image you want to draw you try to tell a story about it and this allows you to create continuity because even if you are in the metro you can keep on creating 
So there's a sort of hierarchy in the ideas and uh, the work I've been doing with Kriya-Z and all those things. And this became basically uh, something that I, I remembered. I didn't have to go back here when I was interviewing other people. And uh, when I interviewed, uh, because I never shared this with you, when I interviewed Antonella, uh, she, were, uh, she was talking about the process of uh, interviewing users in a decision-making process. And at a certain point, she said, uh, um, I wanted to know um, how she would have conversations with people to elicit feedback. And she mm. said, basically... Um, she had an interview guide. Okay, and um, yeah, there you go. And uh, the most important thing for her is not only to cover the questions for the project, but also to be alert for the surprises. And that was yeah. my, my lightning, my connection. I said, wow, this is Marco. So I jumped back and I said, this is the, th the same thing that Marco does. And I was excited. I was happy. I wanted to call you and say, hey, Q, it's happening. So your intuition and your idea, it's, it's exactly happening. I was able to do that. Uh, what is your reaction to that? Hmm. I great link to uh, what's called jobs to be done interviews we discussed this in the past right every everything you if you try to innovate you're solving problems for your users and finding those problems is often tough because your view of the world is not necessarily the one that is most useful in finding finding new problems to solve and finding new innovations and the surprise element is yeah, of the utmost importance there. So it, it, if you go out and you do interviews or you start observing stuff that's going on with your client, like even if you're a manager of a big firm, visit your stores, visit your call centers, etc. And at the end of the day, you need to answer like two big questions, I think. One is, what did you see, observe here, etc. that confirmed uh, the convictions you already ha had. And the second big question is, what surprised you? Yeah. And and that second question is often the, the seed for finding something new, for finding the like the shifting panels in the problems you're solving for your users. So it, really it very much aligns with this kind of methodology. That's fantastic. I want to take note of the fact that time is running out that we I'm making connection with Marco Antonella. Uh, I still have to uh, unpack the, the session we did together. And I remember that date with David it was a little bit of a controversy because he said, uh, you know, neotheny can be a problem. So going towards all the shiny things and never stopping but reflecting <laughs> on anything can be a problem. So the, it was a little bit of uh, misunderstanding, but I really appreciated his other point of view. He said, uh, I don't believe in genius or creativity as the spark of inspiration that comes to you because you're a genius. Creativity is a process, and that's exactly a confirmation of this. You go to talk to people and you find uh, problems to discover. Uh, you want to be surprised, but then you want to confer, either confirm or innovate. So I think we are absolutely talking about the entire process from different points of view and uh, with different flavors, with yes. something that I like. 
And that that is that, that's also something I I really like as well. If there's anything I'm going for, it's like a grand unifying theory of everything. So <laughs> and and yeah, anything could, like which is true in one field, for instance, like innovation or design thinking. Uh, it, uh, that's also true in different fields. Is stronger, right? It's all about it's everything is about creativity. I love that. Uh, everything is about creation, which which links back to, um, and and you mentioned genius. Um, what comes to mind is like uh, quotes I really like, like uh, 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 creativity is just the uh, obscurity of your sources. I don't know somewhere yes. along those lines right this this is something uh, I, I even once made like a little youtube video uh, about this if you're just surrounding yourself with the obvious with people who have the same ideas as you who are in the same uh, field uh, same line of business uh, same uh, etc the the connections you're going to make are connections that a lot of people will be making and if you surround yourself with a, a variety in sources and just follow your gut in that sense, that means that the connections you will make are more out of the ordinary. And every everything creativity is just combining stuff. So if that's out of the ordinary, if that's coming from very diverse sources, that's what we usually label creative instead of obvious or convergent. Yes. So I I captured this is fantastic here. Yeah, thank you. Um, I think we kind of uh, came up with um, a version, you know, our own definition of creativity, which is fantastic. There, yeah. there's a lot of research that I should do about, you know, when you copy from one is stealing, when you copy from a lot is, is researching. That's something mm -hmm. that I want to connect to that. It's the same as from another Japanese book author, very famous, that said, if you read the same books as everybody else, you, you will never have new ideas. So this is really important as a concept. Um, I wanted to, you said something which is, which is really resonating, that is the translation of knowledge from and to different fields. So I want to go deeper into the meaning of cross-disciplinarity, transdisciplinarity, interdisciplinarity, which is not exactly the same thing. Um, and um, we have done already the diverging. That was yes. our seed. So uh, we can continue, by the way, on this part, because yes. uh, what? let's take a look at the, the drawing we made originally. Yes. We did assign like uh, um, different pomodoros to each phase right oh because yeah based right. of our based on our experience it was longer the seed and the harvest was yeah longer. yeah shorter so why don't we do another 10 minutes and then we yeah, do cool. a shorter curve okay yeah i like it let's expand this no problem love the diamond you made ah this can become bigger <laughs> yeah i mean we have space of course so oh, cre creativity uh, defining creativity is yeah. um and defining creation, there's a, there's a there's a, a really intriguing fundamental question lurking there. If if it, uh, our Earth was created at some point, okay, it's 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 fun, right? 
what's like a, a creation a creationism yes that's that's that uh, should we rethink that as well uh according to science that i believe in yes <laughs> um, no but what what if like if you would redefine create a lot of people have the sense of creativity being like turning a zero into a one right okay and what we what we are discussing now is like how much creativity is just uh, uh one plus one. Oh my this is brilliant isn't isn't then like the the whole if if you redefine this isn't like the the, the whole zero to one theory of uh, oh, our universe nice. essentially the same as as the rest I'm not sure about uh, the connection to uh, creationism, but uh, th this this creative tension, this this creative tension of the verses, it's fantastic. Might turn out to be like a very elaborate brain fart, but it's just something <laughs> that popped up. No, this is wonderful. But it's the, the uh, what what makes this fun for me is that that. Uh, like uh, like Job saying, you can only connect the dots backwards. Yes. Um, th this gives you like um, a, a, a get out of jail uh, card for free uh, for doing almost anything that that intrigues you and has your interest, right? Isn't that exactly what we're doing with CreaZ? Yeah. So you're saying uh, follow and explore your interests. I mean, isn't that the um, the diverging? You you can you should diverge exactly as we are doing right now, uh, because it's only after you have diverged that you can decide if there was something interesting and relevant. Mm -hmm. You are just validating, my friend you are validating at least the first stage of this process. We are diverging because we are following and exploring our interests. So yes. that's a resounding yes, absolutely, I would say. We yeah. are doing that. Go um, with the flow. Yeah, the the point is I'm, I'm very good at diverging. I'm a master, sometimes too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why. Where, where's, <laughs> sorry, where's the label coming from? <laughs> no, hey, if if, if there's uh, Max, if there's one thing I have like a very hard time often with um, uh, 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 businesses and innovation, it's it's the the diverging nature of our thoughts. Yes, it's um, if there's anything like from a, from a very very young age. We are constantly rewarded for coming up with the solution ASAP, right? Yes. If if you if you work for any any kind of uh, operation, if there's a problem, if you come up with the solution on the spot, you're rewarded. You get the pat on your back, right? If you come back in like ten minutes or fifteen minutes or even the same day. You say, well, I think this is what we should be doing. You come up with the, the solution. You are rewarded. So we are constantly rewarded to act 
with like in in a, with uh, directing our thinking like in a convergent sense we're 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 rewarded to come up with solution asap we rewarded to come up with solutions that worked before and reiterating on those so that is behavior that is constantly constantly rewarded so being divergent and and coming up with new ideas and going crazy going broad and then integrating them into something new is often the key to doing something innovative but this is so hard so it intrigues me that you kind of label your divergent thinking as like almost something negative or something wild well uh, okay this is fantastic i wish uh, there could be a bell that i can ring each time i find a connection and this is absolutely <laughs> ringing you because, should yeah i will you I can will edit that. it in okay <laughs> add a connection bell yeah to ring okay idea cool now isn't that exactly the essence of the problem we are trying to solve we're educated to come up with immediate unique solutions immediate and unique solutions and uh, because we are rewarded for a wrong achievement that is you know you just solved it good and then we have short-term thinking and we are short on long-term thinking isn't that yeah. the kind of the problem we want to solve here ah uh, yes 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 oh. yes 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 and yeah. so what is yeah. a potential solution we might want to try exactly right now? Yeah. What are we doing to cure this uh, uh, yeah. you know, um, aberrant, if it is a word? It is not. Sorry, Otter. Okay, I will, I will learn better English. Um, there's, you know, <laughs> out of normal. You can do it in Italian and have it translate for you. <laughs> Yeah, but, um, no, but it's the, fine. The, it's fine. The, it, it's not bad. It's not bad, right? The, this, no, this also no, ties into like the, the reflex we have. What kind of behavior do you need in which I, kind of a situation? This is the, right. these are the like the my my another pet peeve. The little sliders. Where's the slider right now? And what do you need? If you're, uh, I had a discussion with a friend of mine yesterday about this subject. If if it, it, convergent thinking is often like truly, truly, truly useful. If you're and and also in our past, if you're uh, uh, if you're on the savanna and if you're being attacked by a tiger, you do not need divergent thinking, uh, right? Yes, you need convergent thinking. So there are a lot of situations where the convergent thinking and just fixing it, ASAP, provides with a ton a, a ton of value. But in a lot of cases, and, and especially when there's a lot of change around us, the divergence and then convergence will enable us to come up with new solutions. And new solutions is often what we need. And, and the question is, just the times we're in right now, my conviction is, of course, that if you look at convergent thinking versus divergent thinking, what we need more of is the divergent part. And that is hard because divergent thinking takes time. It, it's, 
exactly the, the way we're doing it. We're, we're regularly blocking like a one hour in our schedule and having discussions on, on stuff like that. It's like the defeat on the table session that you do uh, and, and for which a lot of people don't have the time or don't make the time because there are other things more pressing, more urgent. And uh, linking back to... Uh, okay. Yeah. I think we have found uh, this nice uh, other creative tension of pros and cons that I that would, of course, require more exploration. Um, the connection that I wanted to make with my being not always happy with my natural attitude to diverging is that it can make you waste a lot of time. You can have a lot of diverging, interesting ideas, but if you don't apply them, if you don't realize them, it might be just a, a waste of time. Even if, um, as you are saying, there's never enough time dedicated to diverging thinking. So I might justify by saying, you never know when it can become useful what you are being diverging on. Yeah. Uh, but that's the problem of the cost. It requires a lot of time to be, you know, looking yeah. at the sky and finding nice shapes in the clouds and say, oh, look at that. This can be useful to inspire me someday. Um, so it's a yeah. sort of, um, can, there's, a, there's a game. This is your thing, tension. right? Sorry? It makes you, it makes you happy to, to diverge and to come up with new ideas. Yes. Um, I'm trying to... What I like of this drawing and this process I'm doing with you and the time boxing is that um, I am able to focus and to say, well, that was nice, but now I need to converge. So yes. I need to converge on the diverging. <laughs> so what can we say about this things we said? And um, we decided that there's no one only truth. It can be good, it can be bad. Uh, it can be good when, because we have, it can make, it can make you happy. And we mm. have too little, uh, we need more diverging. Okay, so this is actually good. Um, I want to know if you agree with that. I'm a, you said that, so of course you agree. And then there's yeah. the problem of... Uh, Not, if there's what, anything I would add, it's right now. What do you mean? In this world, right now, there might be oh, different okay. circumstances where we, where we don't need it. Mm, okay. Um, um, I don't know. That that's an all different discussion. Whether we'll ever go back to times of less complexity, of course. There usually is no gradual decline in complexity right it, it's usually a crisis or a breakdown okay and um if you had to converge and um try to express some clear statement about this process and say okay together with max we come up with this ideas that are clearly defined what yeah. can we say in this area here? I invite you to either, you know, talk or draw whatever I can I can write for you. I'm I'm trying to focus on the concept that there are several aspects. There are mm. different perspectives. It's not good or bad. It depends, which is a very 
wise approach to things. It's a little bit confused and I don't want to fix it, but I am mixing things. But there are good things which, uh, I'm just summarizing now, uh, we need more diverging in this word. That's for sure. And um, that would that would be one of my takeaways with like a, a nice okay. drawing of like a, a little equalizer or slider below it with like a big point in the direction of divergence, divergence and experimentation. OK, I like it. So we have this takeaway. Um, I want to be instead the, the bad cop. Um, needs dedicated attitude hmm. and discipline. Seems to be quite um, a controversy, no? Counterintuitive. I mean, we are diverging. You can just talk, but if you are not systematic, you can lose your time. You're wasting your time. That's exactly yes. what we are not doing here. We are uh -huh. using our time in the best way. We diverged. We yeah. are now converging. And um, okay. Um, Makes me think of Ernest Hemingway. Why? He, he, he used to say, write drunk and edit sober. Oh. Oh. Okay. That's one this is the, he, he had his evenings and, and late nights to write and then his mornings to edit, right? If you have time for both. Well, that's that's a nice synthesis. I'm a, I, I mean, you jumped <laughs> to the synthesis. Uh, you, you already cooked. <laughs> we uh, connected and we explained. I mean, this is absolutely cool. I mean, you're a master chef. You are a master crazy chef. Balancing act. Balancing act. <laughs> hey, going overboard. That might also be a nice a nice theme. The neoteny you mentioned. Yes. Yeah. That is yeah. If, yeah. Um What that 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 could be like the, the overdrive of the overdrive of divergence, right? What what's What's the like the emotional uh, baggage that neot uh, neoteny brings you? Well, uh, adrenaline and uh, it's like eating candies. It's like the doom of uh, infinite scrolling. Um, yeah. So it's so easy to fall prey of that. Um, something that I did uh, to cure that is to uh, is to have a self reflection hmm. so creating a system uh, i want to show you what i did that's the concept of a uh, resonance calendar that invented uh, the guy the ex medic doing the youtuber but even other guys you know and they said uh, uh, collect the things that are resonating with you but tell why they're resonating so this uh, changed completely my approach to uh, neoteny because each time I find something shiny, useful, I need to stop and say, okay, this is interesting because... So I am reflecting. And, and sometimes, you know, nine times out of ten, I realize that it's 
not really interesting. I, I can skip this. And at the same time, you don't have too much time wasted into scrolling or clicking. You are actually reflecting and writing, which is much better. But it requires an effort, discipline, because it's so easy to just click, click, click and scroll, scroll, scroll. So a beautiful exercise that I want to cultivate. It's this one. What did you do instead? Cool. I, 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 I don't do anything like that on purpose. Just the awareness, the awareness itself does it for me. Well, uh, you have a well-developed awareness. I don't. <laughs> That's why I need to stop and say, okay, Max, now... Meditate. Now. Meditate That's enough. A lot. Um, may I say that this kind of game we're playing together, it's exactly thinking aloud and reflecting on what I'm doing. And um, the most important thing of all is that I have a, I have a goal. So yeah. I did number one, number two, number three. I'm almost done with number three. And then I'm going to number four. And I'm really satisfied. I mean, that's the difference. I feel a sense of um, achievement. I did something that shows and I can reuse it because I can go back one year, two years, and I see what I did together with you. This is uh, satisfying. If instead I look at the infinite scrolling sessions, what, what do I have from that? Nothing. That is frustrating. That's a big mm. difference. Yeah. Um, what do you want to bring with you in the, in the kitchen uh. in addition to that? Because we're going to move to, I don't know, maybe conclusion. Yeah. Uh, just one one side thought in in relation to this, and I don't know if this is converging or or diverging, but the value of the time box. Oh, absolutely! Oh, absolutely! Yes. And 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 the the lack of it in our in our life just like hit me right, and I think a lot of uh, um, uh, memento mori kind of books are all about. I don't know. Did you? That, but my my wife was just reading a couple of weeks back a book called, I don't know, what was it? Um, uh, Four thousand weeks. I don't know if you ever heard of it. I don't know even if if the number is four thousand. But it's like yes, yes. Seeing your life as a series of uh, weeks also creates a, a certain like um, awareness of some sort some sort of a time box as well, right? This is this is the value of uh, uh, time boxes, of uh, meeting times, of sprints. Yes, and uh, again, self-reference. It's exactly what we're doing right here, and I think it works very well. Do you remember the first time we did that together, and we felt uh, quite a pressure to, you know, uh, doing something that was uh, having sense in each, in each session, and we also went as far as doing the sharing. And it was the, the, the I mean, I, I think I have it here. Look at this. That's exactly what we did there. Isn't fantastic having the, the outcome of that process to be shown uh, here. And we went as far as sharing it. Yeah. Uh, and there was a sort of a back and forth conversation between me and you on, on Twitter. And neither me or you, we are not very accustomed to publish on Twitter. So it was kind of also a push to share with the world what we've been doing yeah. i mean that was nice uh, yeah. go with the flow look at that being forced to share is fun i i uh, the, the newsletter i write with a friend of mine i i kind of 
grew to love the deadline of each and every week, knowing you have to finish two little pieces, but you really have to finish them. And it, it's it's never it's never perfect. You have to yes. ship, right? And the same goes with books. I don't know whoever uh, wrote like, okay, a book is never finished. You just stop. Well, that that was Leonardo da Vinci. Okay. <laughs> Um, too, too many great Italian thinkers, right? I know, and I want to be one of them, and I would never <laughs> manage to be it. <laughs> I'm joking, just joking. Um, I'm already happy, Quentin. This has been, if you think about it, it was lighthearted and fun. I remember different sensations where we did that. I felt more pressure, and it was private. It was just between me and you, but I felt like, wow, this is... This is hard. I mean, what shall I say here? I mean, time is passing by. I don't have any smart to say. While today, it was absolutely a joy. Yeah. What 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 changed? Uh, us. <laughs> In what way? Did we just get a little bit older? No, I think we 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 did it a lot of times. This is maybe the think about it. If it is, I mean, two years once per week, more than two years, it's about 100 times. Mm. We did it 100 times. Practice. So, like, yeah, deliberate. And we were very deliberate. Yes. Yeah. That is an, an important part of it. Um, I would like to wrap this process up because I mm. want to reflect uh, freely together with you about uh, this experiment. So. How do you like it? I, I, I love it. Okay. It's, um, a, it, it's a nice balance between going overboard on the divergence versus summarizing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had the, the single icons, but it's fine. I just want to, you know. I, I do think like if I look at it right now, uh, yes. What we did in the convergence stage is focusing on the tail end of the diverging. Mm -hmm. And um, we might benefit from a little review of the whole thing. You're right. Uh, there was just a bare connection between the very beginning. But uh, uh, why don't we do it now? Yeah. Uh, do we have an answer to this? Very valid question. So is this valid? Yeah. Uh, my conviction is yes it's just like experimentation it's like the 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 quote you introduced me to of uh, like growing the network which i love creating something out of exercises that you can share little nuggets yes. little windows into the thought process that you can share i love those and they're useful because and and this is also like uh, whatever you kind of of share with the outside world, whether it's a YouTube channel, whether it's a book, whether it's a series of tweets, uh, whether it's a newsletter, that's what um, uh, I don't know who called it like a, a serendipity vehicle. 
It's yes. you create something that is out there that just attracts stuff, whether whether people come back to you or not. But it's it creates stuff, it triggers stuff. It's but most of the time it it leads to nice interaction, uh, nice conversations because you are on the dance floor. Absolutely. Let's be. I have so many questions for you. So let's start with uh, being a little bit more critical about ourselves. So are we just in love with the solution because we're having fun or are mm. we actually solving the problem? Mm. I think we're iterating on the, on the solving. And we started out with like the little writings on, on Twitter. Uh, we're doing all kinds of stuff in terms of writing. Now you're doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. You're seeing what, what fits for you. And like I said last time, the fact that you are able to have a, a truly meaningful and present conversation while structuring in a visual way I think that's uniquely you. So tying this together in, into this kind of a form, I really look forward to seeing whether it also resonates with other people besides myself. My guess is yes. So you're, you're iterating and you're learning. This is also why the publishing part is so important. When, it, when it's out on, on the street, that's when you start getting the feedback this is where where you close the whole loop and where you start learning and and of course like with anything if you look at either the drawing we make or the the pieces we write or the the schematics that you build and the overviews and the connections that you make it's it's never it's never done and the tough part is and this is one of my innovation profs used to say this a lot, when you put something out there, if you are not at least a little bit ashamed of what you're putting out there, I'm very ashamed. <laughs> you're too late. You've gone too far. I so, am very ashamed of this. And this is, <laughs> and this is, but being comfort, becoming comfortable with putting stuff out there that you think is okay-ish. But it's you're not immediately like truly proud of it when you hit the publish button. That is usually you're 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 usually held off by like an anxiety. So yeah. most of the time, it's already okay and it is adding value, and you will learn so much from doing it again and again and again. And again, and the faster you iterate and the more you learn, the more you improve, the more you have fun. And one of the one of the quotes he also uses a lot is like if you're if you're playing chess and if you're playing like a grandmaster, if you have two turns, two moves for every single move he does, you're winning. Even if you're like a novice crappy chess player. So your speed of iteration, your speed of learning is so much more important. Same with the, we discussed the pottery class experiment, right? Yes. Two two pottery classes. One was said, okay, you're being judged for the final result at the end of this semester. You will make a perfect like a, your 
your perfect piece and you will be judged for that. And I said to the other class, okay, you're be this class is going to be judged just by the sheer volume of pots you're going to create. At the end of the semester, we're going to throw everything on a big scale and this many kilos will be a B and this many kilos will be an A. And of course, the volume <laughs> class in the end turned out to make higher quality pieces, That's which is the, like truly yeah. counterintuitive. Yeah, it is. But it, it seems like it's not anymore for people like me and you, because we know that uh, quantity versus quality is going to win always quantity. And that's exactly why I am iterating together with you with these sessions. And we have been doing that for uh, several weeks. Uh, um, so are we too comfortable about this? Where is the innovation? How, how, what shall we do in one of the next sessions to try to be less comfortable and experimenting and innovating? What is your suggestion? Uh, I think we should alternate feeling comfortable and, and feeling discomfort because to be honest, um, when, when you were first discussing like doing a podcast and creating something like this that would go on the internet for everybody to see, right? That made you feel a little bit uncomfortable, right? Yeah, a lot. But only initially. Now I really, I'm really fine with it. Okay, let's, let's for, for this moment, and before we move to discomfort and making our lives harder, let's, enjoy. let's revel for okay. a little moment in the fact that you actually grew your comfort zone quite a bit in a very short time. Yeah, well done. I love that. Okay, thanks. I'm gonna stop sharing. So now you we can see each other in the face. And um, I really enjoy having the sessions with you, uh, uh, Quentin. And um, my question is, uh, do you think this can become a sort of a structured practice to be offered to your clients when you are doing coaching for innovation or business or design? Mm. Yeah, I, I think that the doing something like this and of course use it if you want to um, uh, if you want to do coaching or or uh, help them with like an innovation strategy or even like a company strategy most of the time you have like a finite amount of time and you need to get to a certain result so i do think that certain frameworks are very important for reaching those kind of milestones within a certain amount of time so okay. there's like tiny bits of divergence and convergence uh, in there. But essentially, I think that the, what I, I mostly do with clients is exactly the same like this, like asking the big questions and going crazy and going overboard and like expanding the possible and the, uh, looking, uh, looking at what kind of sliding panels there are in this world outside of what you're already doing, looking at the problem you're solving, whether that has changed, and then looking at what you're currently doing and what you sh could be doing or should be doing in order to solve your customers better. And of course, that's a wild guess. Every, every uh, theory, every uh, strategy is a wild guess. And the most important thing is then going out there and start iterating and start learning. So coming back to the question you ask, yeah, I, I think what what we are doing right now is already 
in in a lot of the way I I I help people. And 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 it's changing. And it's changing by by means of this practice. And this time you did like the uh, the mural yourself structuring it. Something sometimes we also did a little bit of co-creation. Yeah, building on each other's ID in different colors. Yes. But the, the there is a skill level involved here if you want to co-create with other people. Being able, for instance, to catch an ID in a few words on a little post-it is a skill in itself. Yeah, summarizing, being able to synthesize on the spot and even uh, you know, being present while hosting the conversation, which might be really difficult. And at the same time, trying to control the timing, the time boxing yes. and making connections and making interesting. It's, it's really, uh, that's why I'm having fun. Um, Your podcast number 100 will be infinitely better than this one. But <laughs> will it, the question is, will it be as much fun? And this all comes back to how much you enjoy being a relatively uh, relative like beginner at this. No, you're right. But that's also the point that I don't like thinking that I need to edit uh, the thing and doing some cut and paste. So there are some parts that might be slow or less interesting. But in the future, I mean, we can record the three hours and then we can extract only the nice parts and add yeah. a product. But I don't think it's exactly what I'm looking for right now. As I was saying, I'm doing this for me initially. Right now, I'm doing for me and the people that I'm inviting. And I <clears throat> I hope that, you know, they're having fun as much as I'm having. So that's already enough. I'm already happy. I'm having fun okay. as well, Max. Uh, Q, so I wanted to wrap it up. I want to first um, uh, show to people how they can learn more about you. I'm showing your LinkedIn uh profile and then i want to I, I would like you to share a little bit of uh, information about your q a and your um, newsletter that they can reach at kanda.blog uh, uh, with the q and so you might want to share a little bit about this experience you're having yes cool um yeah newsletter is also an experiment started two years ago with another friend of mine alfons from Bloekhoven. We've known each other since college and uh, right now we're having like a, a similar kind of path in life, Stop, stopping like corporate jobs a couple of years back, seeing what else there is to life, in, in introducing like creative elements in there as well. So we started out doing like a newsletter with no big theme other than everything that resonates with us and that we like. We generally have like a systems thinking kind of way of looking at the world. And we, if there's anything we want to bring, it's optimism, seeing possibility, bringing a little bit of wisdom and, and not a lot of like uh, the crisis of the day. And uh... so what, what we did is we just started out uh, two and a half years back by writing little pieces of 250 words, each turning it into like a, a five, five to 10 minute read every week. And uh, right now we're at episode 103 yesterday. So this kind of experiment turned in into something that's comfortable and fun. And and, and it's, at the same time, we're iterating. 
we're uh, we're bringing in more personal stories, more of our personal thoughts, uh, exposing ourselves a bit more and more over the years, which is a process in itself. So this is this is fun, and uh, we, we love writing this just for the sake of writing it for ourselves. Yeah? Like uh, a lot of people say, we think with our notes, we think by writing, and at the same time, just getting the feedback from people, just whatever resonates, what kind of other resources, other ideas, other perspectives they have and they share with us. So it's turned into yeah, one of the better experiments of our lives. So that's the newsletter, writing it weekly. Uh, and you can probably post uh, the link to that in the in the oh, show notes. Of course. Yeah, yes, and, uh, sure. and, and the other part, uh, I'm not that active on Twitter. Okay. Uh, I occasionally write some stuff on uh, LinkedIn uh these days it's mostly business related and uh, a lot of ai because that is one of my uh, big interests our relationship to ai how and how it will shape the future uh, mainly focusing on the the fact that uh, we don't know a lot of what's going on so well, uh, that's exactly one of the possible topics we can explore during a, one on our sessions so q um I think we we have it. That's, that was a wonderful session. While you were talking, I was sharing the your newsletter page, your LinkedIn profile, um, and I want to remind uh, uh, people that uh, they can connect uh, with CreateZ at createz.com. I am, you know, this is a little bit old. I am updating the page with uh, the previous experiment maybe we will talk about the daily writing habit challenge and then i'm creating a page with the with the podcast and you can subscribe to receive uh, the next episode of this uh, experiment at uh, you know on youtube so search for creating underscore com and um, this was max and q together with you having fun see you next time bye bye q thank you <laughs>